Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning to you. Welcome to another day, another morning, another show, and the end of another work week, right? Welcome to the show for Friday, February 10th. 2023. So glad you're here with us bright and early. Celebrity birthdays on the way this day in history, plus random facts and your world and national news headline roundup all on the way this hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call them 479-253-1234. Next hour, we will tell you who the video game Madden predicts to win the Super Bowl plus Stranger Than Fiction where a guy leaves his ATM card behind after stealing a bunch of stuff and a whole lot more. It's all coming up for you today on the Ike Wingate Show. Good morning. And now we get to celebrity birthdays. Yara Shahidi is 23. That's Dre's daughter Zoe on Blackish and its spinoff Grownish. Chloe Grace Mortez, uh, singer, is 26. Mackenzie Vega, who plays Juliana Margellis's daughter Grace on The Good Wife is 29. Emma Roberts from American Horror Story is 32. Uza Aduba is 42, who plays Crazy Eyes on Orange is the New Black. Singer, country singer Craig Campbell, 44 today. Elizabeth Banks is 49, who plays Effie Trinket in the Hunger Games movies. Laura Dern is 56, the Vice Admiral Holdo in Star Wars The Last Jedi. Glenn Beck, talk show host, 59 today. Pro golfer Greg Norman, 68. Mark Spitz, the winner of seven gold medals in swimming in the 1972 Olympics, is 73 today. Roberta Flack, Killing Me Softly, singer, 86 today. It's National Umbrella Day, four days away from Valentine's Day. Mardi Gras, 11 days out now. 160 years ago today, on this date, P.T. Barnum staged the wedding of General Tom Thumb and Mercy Lavinia Warren in New York City. In 1978, Van Halen's self-titled debut album was released, including You Really Got Me, Running With The Devil, Jamie's Crying, Ain't Talking About Love. On uh, this date in 1992, Mike Tyson convicted of rape for against uh, Desiree Washington, On this date in 1993, Michael Jackson dispelled the, quote, God-awful rumors, including bleaching my skin. In a 90-minute TV interview with Oprah, he said his whiteness was caused by a disorder that destroys skin pigmentation called 
Vitiligo. Vitiligo. I always have a hard time saying that word. Uh, He also admitted he had some minor plastic surgery on his nose. 90 million people tuned in to that special. Do you remember that? It was pretty groundbreaking at the time. Um, I don't think people believed Michael, but nonetheless, Oprah was able to secure him as a guest. All right, on this date in 1996, Gary Kasparov, arguably the greatest chess player of all time, was defeated by the IBM supercomputer Deep Blue. On this date in 2000, Jimmy Varney died of cancer at the age of 50. You remember him from the Ernest movies. You know what I mean, Vern? In 2004, Kanye West released his debut album, The College Dropout. Jaws star Roy Schneider, Roy Scheider died of cancer at the age of 75 on this date in 2008. And Amy Winehouse won five Grammys on this date in 2008. And in 2014, on today's date, Shirley Temple died at the age of 85. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts brought to you by the Tees and Trails Townhouse in Bella Vista. If you're looking for a peaceful getaway, come stay right on the golf course and steps away from the Back 40 mountain bike trail in this two-bedroom, two-bathroom, newly renovated townhouse that sleeps up to eight people comfortably. You can book your stay now for as low as $99 a night at teesandtrails.com. That's T-E-E-S and trails.com. Your first random fact, Olympic gold medals are actually made mostly of silver. Yeah, kind of a letdown if you uh, go for the gold in the Olympics and uh, get a silver medal covered in uh, gold. I don't know. Your next random fact. The human face is made up of 14 bones. 14 bones in the human face. In the movie Pulp Fiction, most of the clocks are set on the time 420. You'll have to look for that the next time you watch it. Vin Diesel is the godfather of Meadow Walker. That's the daughter of his late friend from the Fast and Furious franchise, his co-star Paul Walker. He is her godfather. He walked her down the aisle in place of her father at her wedding in 2021. So that's a pretty cool deal there. Your next random fact. I think this is our final random fact, isn't it? I think it is. I lost it. There it is. When we think of Big Ben in London, we typically think of the clock, right? It's actually the bell that's named Big Ben. So now you know. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And this hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law. You can find them online at ozarkjustice.com or call them at 479-253-1234. Getting a look now at your world and national headlines. The Chinese balloon that floated across the U.S. was outfitted with equipment to gather intelligence, officials said. That included antennas likely capable of collecting communications and solar panels that could power intelligent gathering sensors. The Biden administration is preparing to take action against China's surveillance program. 
a senior State Department official said. Beijing has said the balloon was a civilian meteorological research craft and condemned the U.S. for shooting it down. The House voted 419 to 0 to pass a resolution condemning China for its spy balloon. Despite escalating national security tensions, trade between the two countries is on the rise. And your next headline, worker worker filings for unemployment benefits rose last week but remained historically low. Initial jobless claims, a proxy for layoffs, increased by 13,000 last week to a seasonally adjusted 196,000. That's according to the Labor Department. That reflects a tight job market in some sectors. Restaurants, hospitals, nursing homes, and child care centers are staffing up post-pandemic, more than offsetting layoffs in the tech industry. Meanwhile, the steepest fourth-quarter home price declines were in the West, according to the National Association of Realtors. U.S. stocks closed lower as the 2023 rebound loses steam yesterday. The S&P 500 fell just under 1%. The Dow fell 0.7% and the NASDAQ 1%, respectively. Investors who bet the Fed would start lowering interest rates this year as inflation moderates have reevaluated following hot economic data and comments from central bank officials. Uh, let's see here. The Dow is sitting out the stock market's wild ride. The spread between it and the NASDAQ, NASDAQ is the widest since 2000. Wow, what a difference between tech and others. And uh, sadly... Hopes of finding earthquake survivors in Turkey and Syria have begun to fade. Rescue crews have scoured thousands of buildings that toppled in Monday's magnitude 7.8 and 7.5 earthquakes. Ankara reported 17,100 deaths, more than the country's devastating 1999 earthquake. And Damascus counted 3,377 people dead so far. Rebel-held northwest Syria welcomed its first U.N. aid convoy yesterday because the road to the border crossing was damaged by the quakes. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning. Of course, everyone's talking about this weekend, the Super Bowl happening. Eagles, Chiefs. Here's an interesting tidbit, and that is that the video game Madden, you have may have played it before, I don't know, but uh, it's, it's been coming out for years. Every year there's a new Madden uh, for all the different video game platforms. I remember playing that as a kid and still do every once in a while, but anyway, the game, you can simulate certain things, right? Nowadays, these games are all connected online and Rosters are updated, injuries are updated, team matchups are updated based on real-time data that's downloaded and updated. And so they ran a simulation of the Super Bowl and the computer in Madden predicted the final score to be 31-17 to with the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Now in the simulation, Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is going to be named the MVP. This game has accurately predicted the winner of the Super Bowl for 13 of the past 19 years, including it had the exact score correct in 2015. So there's some weirdness going on here. 
uh, that it is actually uh, proven correct. And into the end zone, touchdown Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are the Super Bowl champs. There you go. That is actual audio from the game and the simulation. We'll see what happens. We'll see if we're all still in the matrix on Monday afterwards, and if it's 31-17 to 17, Philadelphia, we'll know we, we need to uh, get out of the matrix. There we go. We'll see what happens. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, one thing you need to know, kids, is that if you break into a place, steal something, but promise to pay for it later, like an IOU, that's still a crime, just in case you didn't know that. A 20-year-old man in Florida, yeah, imagine that. His name is Lance Kurtz. He was arrested this past weekend after he broke into a gas station and stole dog food, antifreeze, cigarillos, and an electronic tobacco device. Yeah, just the uh, just the essentials. He was caught because he left his debit card on the counter. Intentionally. After he was tracked down by cops, this is what he had to say. So I just broke in with a knife. It's all on the security camera, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, we lost it. What was your intention by leaving your card behind? Uh, so that I could come back later and pay for it. Just so they knew my name, you know? Just in case I got picked up. I didn't want to steal anything, you know? It's against the law. Yeah, well, but you did steal something. Anyway, he was caught on camera, left his ATM card. They caught up to him, and uh, he is still going to be punished for breaking and entering, even though he left his debit card. So just just a note there, kids. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or call them 479-253-1234. Well, this is one of those weird what-if stories that seems like it could be more and more possible. Um, change. It's here. Self-driving cars. What do you think about him? I don't know, but there could be a lot of change coming soon because some researchers are conducting different studies that say we may need to add a fourth traffic light color to traffic lights. So it's red, yellow, green, and some other color. These researchers, try to follow this here. I don't. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but researchers from North Carolina State University are suggesting we eventually add a fourth white Light, although they say the color actually doesn't matter. Uh, the idea is that more and more automated cars are on the streets, self-driving cars. Uh, they'd be able to communicate with each other and the traffic lights. The car communicates with the traffic light. Yeah, kind of wild, huh? To coordinate the optimal, most efficient traffic flow. So essentially, they're trying to avoid things like having to stop at a red light when no one's coming, which, you know, that's a good thing, right? The white light would indicate to the human drivers, not to the robots, self-driving cars, uh, that there are enough automated vehicles in the area to navigate intersections on their own and that you should just follow the lead of the car in front of you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you just see this working out beautifully, right? So if the car in front of you stops, you stop uh, when the white light is on. You just do whatever's in front of you. Uh, Okay, so... Yeah, just act like you know what that means. I have no idea, but uh, it sounds like it could be a ways off. Uh, it would have to be a lot of self-driving cars on the street to justify making these changes. You know, that would be a lot of changes too. every single stoplight out there, you know. But anyway, that's according to a new study out there from 
like we said, North Carolina University and study fine. So we will see. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Can you imagine the amount of accidents? Oh, my goodness. All right. Good morning. A feel-good story about a dog now that found its way back home. A lost dog found her way back to her family thanks to a surprisingly intelligent trick. In January, a rescue dog named Bailey, who had recently been adopted from Texas Animal Rescue League of El Paso, the name of the shelter there, went missing. She had been adopted out, went missing. Her pet parents contacted the rescue uh, facility to inform them that the dog had disappeared. So to help find the dog, the shelter posted about the dog, Bailey, online. And then according to KFOX14, it didn't take long before the rescuer's followers started to report sightings of Bailey, but it turned out the shelter wouldn't even need to worry about that because the dog traveled 10 miles and showed up at the doorstep of the shelter and rang the doorbell looking for help. This is a true story. Uh, They say Bailey is now safe to all those who searched, spotted, called, hoped. We thank you. As you, uh, as we know, dogs are incredible. Bailey made her own way back to the facility and rang our doorbell at 1.15 in the morning. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like a little uh, ring cam is what this thing is on. These dogs are smarter than people give them credit for. How did she know what direction to go? It's unclear what Bailey did on uh, her time away from home, but she's now back to settling in with her forever family, the one that she left already, by the way, and traveled 10 miles to get away from. I mean, that I think we need to be investigating these people. Why'd she run away? Uh, I'm kidding. But uh, nonetheless, the dog made it back. I'm telling you, I know of a personal story where a dog made its way back several miles uh, to where we lived one time. I can't say why that dog was not at home. It was, let's just say, well, I'm not, I'm not going to go into it. But nonetheless... <laughs> Those involved know what happened when the dog uh, showed back up at home. Um, you know, you know, you live out in the country, all these random dogs show up, and, well, sometimes you just say, you know what? That's not my dog. I'm taking it somewhere else. And then it shows back up at your house? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, we'll just, yeah, keep it generic. Um, but, yeah, pretty clever. Ten miles. Dog knew where she was going. How, how does that work? I don't know. But, uh I think that dog has a better sense of direction than I do. Good morning. Now, your headlines. Well, a former Benton County deputy has been fired after an internal investigation led to his arrest. According to a release from the sheriff's office, on February 2nd at approximately 11.40 a.m., Sheriff Sean Holloway received reports of inappropriate behavior toward another employee by one of his deputies. An internal and criminal investigation was opened immediately. Matthew Klein was fired based on facts obtained during the investigation. As a result of the criminal investigation, charges were brought against Klein on allegations of sexual assault in the second degree and turned himself in on Wednesday and was booked into jail on a $20,000 bond. That is out of Benton County. And the Arkansas House approved a bill on Wednesday intended to prohibit people from receiving unemployment benefits from avoiding job interviews. 
House Bill 1197 by Representative Kendon Underwood of Cave Springs passed on a vote of 84 to 10. The measure will move to the Senate for further consideration. While presenting his bill, Underwood said an increased number of people who receive unemployment benefits across the nation are ghosting employers or not showing up for interviews after responding to job postings. Underwood noted that current Arkansas law requires claimants of unemployment benefits to look for work to continue being eligible for weekly benefits. State officials under certain conditions may suspend benefits if a person fails to seek work or turns down a job offer from an employer. Under Underwood's bill, a prospective employer may notify the State Division of Workforce Services if a person fails to appear for a scheduled job interview. If state officials determine a person has failed without good cause to appear for a scheduled job interview on at least two occasions, the bill would allow the director of the division to disqualify the person from one week of benefits. And an Arkansas drag, uh, Arkansas drug force, excuse me, has led to approximately 1,000 arrests and $55 million worth of drugs seized in a new report that was revealed yesterday. Since November, drug task force officers across the state have joined together to rid drugs from local communities through Operation Task Force Arkansas, which revealed to have led more than to uh, more than. 1,200 arrests, confiscation of hundreds of firearms, and more than $55 million worth of fentanyl, meth, cocaine, opioid pills, and other drugs. According to the report, all 18 operational drug force task units in Arkansas ended the three-month focus with a three-day intense warrants sweep, serving 300 total warrants. In three days, officers were able to confiscate 122 grams of fentanyl, 6,572 grams of meth, 500 prescription pills, and more. And that led to 256 arrests. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And if you are a fan of Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches, oh, you got to... It's hard not to like a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I know uh, not as much available in Carroll County, right? But still in Northwest Arkansas. Either way, though, if you are in a Chick-fil-A, Sunday might not be the only day that you can't get chicken on your sandwich. Actually... That's a trick because you can still get chicken on your sandwich uh, Monday through Saturday. But there's also something else that might be on your sandwich that looks like chicken that isn't. Chick-fil-A is jumping in on the plant-based bandwagon. They said yesterday they are testing their first plant-based entree. It's a breaded cauliflower sandwich. Uh, They're trying it out in Denver, Charleston, South Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina. They are starting the test on Monday. Chick-fil-A said its culinary team spent four years developing the sandwich after guests have been telling the chain they wanted to add more vegetables to their diets. Well, that's fine. Eat some salad. Why you got to change the chicken sandwich? Uh, Anyway, uh, Chick-fil-A has tested mushrooms, chickpeas, and chopped vegetables formed into patties, but kept returning to cauliflower for its mild flavor. And I will say this. Even though I don't support changing the chicken sandwich to a cauliflower sandwich. I mean, as long as you can still get both, right? If people buy it, it'll be around. Trust me, that's the way capitalism works. But my wife sometimes makes these cauliflower tenders. I think they're, they're cauliflower. They actually are pretty good. Not exactly the same, but when they're breaded, like, you know, and put them in the air fryer, they're pretty good. Usually eat it on a on like a salad or something. Not I don't know how it would taste in between two pieces of bread. That might be a little mushy. Anyway, just like Chick-fil-A's signature chicken sandwich, the cauliflower steak, as they call it, which I think is so funny when they call the meat 
the meat of a vegetable, steak. It's marinated, breaded, pressure cooked, and served on a bun with two pickle slices. So there you go. Burger King's already been selling an Impossible Whopper with a plant-based burger. Starbucks launched the Impossible Sausage Sandwich, and McDonald's debuted its McPlant Burger with Beyond Meat in the UK in 2021, and then KFC has already began selling Beyond Meat Nuggets last year. So uh, Chick-fil-A is not necessarily first to the plant-based sandwich game, but we'll see if it lasts, right? All right, good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.